At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. So a story last week that came out, uh, Global News reporting on a discussion between a Veteran Affairs Canada employee discussing medical assistance in dying with the veteran. Now, th- there's been a storm of outrage ever since this became public. According to the reporting, the vet in question never raised the issue. He never talked about it. Um, the employee brought it up completely unprompted. Uh, opposition conservatives are calling for an inquiry. The Liberals have vowed to take steps to make sure that something like this never happens again. And uh, they're not the only ones concerned by all of this. Uh, we're going to speak now with Debbie Lowther, the Executive Director of Vets Canada, and get her take on this. And uh, Debbie, obviously, this is something that uh, I'm sure was concerning when you heard this story as well. It was. It was just, I thought, disgusting. And the more that I'm reading about it and hearing about it, I'm even more disturbed by the conversation. Now, from my understanding, this vet was seeking assistance with um, some post-traumatic stress disorder, some mental health issues, things like that. Didn't bring up the matter of medically assisted dying in any way, shape or form. And it was the Veteran Affairs Canada employee who suggested it or at least raised the issue. Is that your understanding as well? That is my understanding, yes, which is just a, such a bizarre thing to bring up out of thin air. Yeah, it is. Have you ever heard of anything like this happening before? No, absolutely not. I think it's it's appalling, really. Um, I've never heard anything. And, you know, nothing the department does surprises me. You know, we've been doing this since 2010, and we deal with the department every single day. Um, so nothing they do really surprises me, but I have to say this one surprised me. You know, I mean, as distasteful as it is, and as as you said, disgusting as it is to raise it, there's some real risk involved as well, right? Bringing up an issue like that, putting this in front of somebody who may be struggling can cause some really drastic, catastrophic outcomes. Absolutely. You know, this could be a veteran who, you know, might have been contemplating suicide, and all of a sudden they're presented with an option that you know, kind of takes away that barrier. They might have been thinking, I can't do this because I don't want my family to find me. And, you know, now they've been presented with a completely different option. Um, It's just, you know, even hearing about it could have just been that one thing to push that veteran over the edge to say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. You know, and this story, of course, grabbing headlines, as you said, it's just appalling. But is it an extreme case that illustrates, you know, a bigger problem, that being that vets go out seeking support like this from Veterans Affairs Canada and and they just don't find it? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, like I said, we deal with the department every single day and, you know, we deal with veterans who, you know, sometimes through their case managers and, you know, veterans don't feel as though they're being heard. You know, they, they feel... They don't have a whole lot of faith in the department, I don't think. Um, and I, I, I'd like to come back to, you know, kind of what the minister's uh, communications people put out, that they're calling for a full investigation yeah. and they want to provide training to frontline staff on how to approach this subject. Well, it should be simple. Don't bring it up. And if the veteran brings it up, 
tell them they have to discuss it with their health care provider. So this is something that you'd like to see removed completely out of the Veteran Affairs Canada portfolio. It's just something that they don't deal with then. Well, yeah, it's I mean, it's, you know, it's a Canadian law that made can only be discussed between the patient and their health care provider, their physician. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, there shouldn't need to be a whole lot of training there. Like I said, if, if the veteran brings it up, then, you know, redirect them to their health care provider and the frontline staff at Veterans Affairs shouldn't be bringing it up. And, um, you know, you mentioned training, and that seems to be a lot of the focus and a lot of talk around what kind of training do these employees get? And um, is there other issues? I mean, aside from this, have there been other issues where you see some people that just don't seem to be um, equipped to handle what they're seeing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think there's a fairly high turnover rate at Veterans Affairs. Um, My understanding is that some of the offices can have quite a toxic atmosphere and so the turnover is quite high so you know i think that the training is maybe not as extensive as it could be or should be you know you make a really good point because you know in response uh, veterans affairs says just like you know so many other businesses and services right now they're saying at like you just said you know staff are burnt out their staff are leaving they're struggling on their own right um so have you seen service declining i mean I, i'm sure there's always been issues but have you noticed over the past six months or a year or two years things have been getting worse um I wouldn't say worse as far as, you know, service from, you know, frontline case managers and veteran service agents. Um, Not necessarily worse, but certainly not better. Um, And I think more, like I said, the turnover. There used to be a time when, you know, case managers were around for a while. You know, my husband's first case manager had been with the department forever. Um, And now it's, you know, oh, I've been here for a year or I've been, you know, six months. Um, so they don't, the service just isn't there as as much as it could be. Is it, it, is there a fix? Um, Debbie, I mean, I, I guess that's what we come down to at the end. How, how do we make this better when it seems like they're dealing with staffing issues like everybody else? And I mean, how do we make this better? What do we need to do? Well, I don't know how we make it better. Well, other than kind of holding our elected officials to account, um, you know, I think putting pressure on our, you know, our members of parliament, um, you know, is a good way to start. Um, And I think, you know, voicing opinions, the general public, I think, has this misconception that veterans are, are treated great Mm. Um, and that is not the case i mean we deal with veterans who are in crisis so we see you know the worst of the worst sometimes and um i just think that as as the public maybe we should pay closer attention i guess to how veterans are being treated and you know help if we can help um i think that we you know we send these guys and girls off to war and to protect our country and you know and then they come home broken and we turn our backs on them so i think you know we could do a better job yeah. in that regard yeah and, and, and it shouldn't even be a question of, of if we do a better job or not i mean it's our obligation i mean you're absolutely mm-hmm. right we ask them to do this and uh we deserve they deserve this uh in, in in return there's no question about it debbie thank you so much for joining us i appreciate your time No problem. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's Debbie Lowther, who is the executive director of Vets Canada, one of the groups um, that is, uh, you know, concerned with uh, 
what what happened. And just you know to bring you full circle on this story, as we say, it started with a vet going in. Um, seeking support for uh, PTSD and some mental health issues. And um, the caseworker that uh, he was speaking to, um, I don't know if he suggested uh, medically assisted uh, dying um, or just, I, I'm not sure exactly what the conversation was, but it was brought up, not by the vet, but by the caseworker. In response, the federal government is launching a, quote, full and thorough investigation into this case. Uh, of the employee discussing medical assistance and dying. In a statement provided to Global News a late Friday afternoon, uh, a spokesperson for Veteran Affairs Minister Lawrence McCauley said the minister has directed his deputy minister to undertake a full and thorough investigation into this matter, saying all frontline staff at Veteran Affairs Canada are given formal training, direction, and advice on how to approach issues around MAID, medical assistance in dying. Uh, and as you heard from Debbie, maybe the training should be don't, just refer them to their Healthcare provider. Seems like a pretty good starting point, right? You don't want to wade into this if you're not equipped and, and fully versed in it. So, yeah, um, we'll find out. We'll, we'll stay on this story and bring you an update once this investigation is concluded.